Greetings, friends. It is I, Igor, the master's loyal servant. The master wishes me to tell you that when he is conducting his experiments, stitching corpses together and giving them unholy life, he listens to the Sean Geek podcast, which downloads directly from seanmcginnity.ca. Igor, don't forget to tell him to download it from seanmcginnity.ca. The master wishes me to remind you that he downloads the Sean Geek podcast from seanmcginnity.ca, and so should you. It lives! It lives! Like that, and I can do it after. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there, Corey. Hello. Hey. Hi. Howdy. Welcome to the Sean Geek Podcast with your host Sean Arama and Best Fred Fingers. Hey, Fingers. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Yourself? Good. I am uh, stealing a moment. I tableted the both my uh, offspring. Hmm. Uh, to buy some time before okay. I have to do the dishes, and that's usually that usually works pretty good. Uh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> if they sneak, <laughs> if they sneak onto the audio, then they sneak onto the audio, and that's just the way it is. Alrighty. It's going to turn the light on here, so I can see what I'm doing, and it's a little better. And I'm also using the wife's computer, so which is, oh, is that working? Is that working any any different for you? It works better than uh, my computer. My computer doesn't have a proper audio uh, on it. So the audio is always, it's never in stereo. It's got a weird, funny sound to it. Oh, okay. So yeah, last time I used my phone, the phone worked better than the computer. So yeah, well, I got the phone, I'm using the phone with the mixer into my Zoom. Nice. Yeah. So with the, the iRig. So just a, an update for people. Okay. Um, we are, well, we, as in me, I'm editing the episode we wanted to have out for Halloween, which is why we're recording this one now. So we have one. So we're going to have an extra episode this week for Halloween, which was that interview we did. Right. Um, hoping to have that out for Saturday. Oh, okay. Fingers crossed. It's a lot of editing. The, the sound audio was, uh, it's very poor so yeah we'll see how that goes but uh mm. so this is uh the post halloween episode we're doing so i want to talk well actually the first thing i want to do you and i talked today very briefly about it but in our last episode we mm-hmm. were talking about uh the band why okay yeah and in the midst of talking about the band Y, I was also talking about a uh, another DJ in town. Mm-hmm. And the statement I was trying to make, which I, I guess I kind of rushed through what I was saying, but the statement I was trying to make was that Brian Cook from Y is one of the good DJs in the city. Like I've always had an admiration for what the guy did. 
Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times uh, at the time when I was listening to terrestrial radio, there was a shock jock thing going on in town. Every station had to have one DJ that was, you know, completely out of control, uh, politically <laughs> incorrect, uh, incorrect, 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 probably incorrect too. Everybody they always has to have their own Trump. The, yes. Every <laughs> the wrestling at the time, like the WWE was like that. There was always the cool people were the ones that were cussing. Um, and not that I have a problem with cussing, but they were saying things that were inappropriate, maybe that were racist or homophobic or misogynistic or whatever. Every right. radio station had one of those guys. And the guy I was referring to was not Brian Cook, which I think could get misinterpreted because I wanted to clarify. Brian Cook was one of the, uh, in my opinion, was one of the shining likes, lights during that era that I was listening to terrestrial radio. He was actually one of the good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was edgy enough by the radio standards. I think the radio wanted someone who was going to push the envelope in you know, possibly disgusting or ratings getting ways. And I think he kind of stuck down a straight and narrow overall. And I think he was like one of the better guys. There's a few guys that came out of that era, guys and gals that came out of that era that were actually really good. And they weren't catering to we need something controversial. We need something controversial. And I don't know, he, he wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. So when I made the statement, I was kind of talking about how everyone was doing it. And I, what I meant to finish saying, which I guess I didn't do was that he wasn't one of those guys, but there is one of those guys now who I'm not going to, who I'm not going to name, but I'm sure everybody knows who I'm talking about. It's it, the, 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 those bad people, not the Brian Cooks of the world, but the other people are allowed to just, you know, say what they want and they bring ratings in because they're shocking. And they're saying things that people get offended to, you know, like Trump's in power for a reason, right? Yeah, all there's, I mean, there's a fine line between, you know, ratings, shock value, and then once you go over the line, that's, that's where you kind of overstep. A little bit and then you start to um make fun of people that that shouldn't be made fun of no one should be made fun of really uh i mean comedians make fun of everyone but you know when you're when you're targeting a certain group that's uh that's not cool no it's not cool no so anyway so i i was talking to i was talking to brian today and Mm -hmm. i had no idea that's the way it came off and he told me not to say anything and I don't care. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> don't say anything. Okay. Everyone, everything you just heard. Just <laughs> but, but if, the, but the thing is in today's society, people say things, right. And, or, or they hide what they're saying, right. Like they don't, like, I just wanted to clarify that, you know, well, the, I, I, I mean, like the, bad... the guy and he's, he's a good dude and oh, I didn't want to misrepresent. I wasn't talking about him. I was actually talking about this other guy that shall remain unnamed. Right. Well, un- unfortunately, the people who get the news are the shock value people. And it's not usually the good stuff because it's controversial stuff that kind of generates everything. Right. So the good people always kind of like get left behind because they're not really mentioned, but they shouldn't they shouldn't be forgotten about because those are the good people. 
Do you, you know who Joe Ayala is? That's, that's, that's where the that's where he has to shine. Yeah. Yeah. That guy got shafted. He was like this, like the nicest guy on radio. Yeah. And he got shafted. You know, he, he got let go from his show because ah well, you know, you're kind of boring. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, he's not boring. He's he's a good person and people love Joe Ayello. Like he's he's a fixture of, of Winnipeg. He's like He's a oh, great he's been guy. On, he's, he's been on the radio for years. Well, yeah, and he's not the guy that's going on like, hey, show me your boobies or whatever. Like, he's not that guy. <laughs> you know, he's talking about a pastrami sandwich, you know, or something. Like, he's not like, you know, like guys like that are the guys that get left behind. And it's I guess just I, like, that's, it, it's like it's like the hot chicks, right? They always go for the bad boys, right? They never go uh, for the good guys, right? And then, and then they yeah. cry after, like, well, oh, he, well, he, you know, he does this and this and this and this. Well, unfortunately, this is who you were attracted to, and it's unfortunate that you had to go through that. But sometimes, and I mean, it, this isn't a good thing, but unfortunately, after you've gone through that, once you dog. meet, <laughs> that's the dog. Once you meet someone that's really good to you you really appreciate it that much more yes yes so anyway yeah so um is there, is there a full moon out it's, uh... no it's just someone's at the door <laughs> she's letting me know there's someone at the door i'm still just got it so yeah i just want to clarify that i know brian i'm sorry i had to say something because i honestly think he is one of the good guys out there for sure and that's not just me apologizing to apologize I, I i do look up to the band oh there's abby you want to say hi you want to say hi oh, i think i see her oh you want to what hang on a sec what's that sure Watching movies on your tablet? Um, no, because my eye is blurry. You want to tell it's working? No. No. Well, that's too bad. Oh, that'll that'll fix it for you after. I'm sure he'll do that for you. What are you trying to get me to do? <laughs> what? Are you trying to get me to hug you? Yeah. 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 Okay. Can I finish up with Uncle Todd here? I never. You're never gonna let go. Or you shouldn't <laughs> let go. I'm your dad. You never, never. All right. Can I put my headphones back on? Bye. Okay. okay so just give me a few minutes. I'm gonna finish. Hey, up bye, sweetie. Talk. Yeah, we had to take her in for an eye test today. Yeah. To look at her. <laughs> she has a lazy eye. So Abby. Yeah. Oh. Okay. We took her in for a test on that. They put this, like, not like a dye, but these drops in her eyes that. 
so she can't focus. So her vision's kind of really crap right now. Oh, so she's okay. Just trying to be on her tablet, and she can't focus at all. Wow. So she'll have uh, blurry vision for up to twenty-four hours. Wow. I wonder if that's the same. Is that the same drops they do when they give you an exam? That was yellow drops. No, actually, different? no. It wasn't the yellow ones. It was the clear. It was just clear. Oh, okay. No, I know the yellow ones. I've had the yellow ones before. But I right. guess maybe they used to be yellow. Maybe they're not anymore. Could be. I just remember wiping like, my eyes and it was just yellow. Yellow. Yeah, juice. I remember that too. Like, oh, he's got this. Did you take a look at uh, Brian Cook's the the band? Brian Cook's band, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to it. It's it's pretty cool, actually. They're uh, all the videos that I saw. They were they were all in a what the warehouse. Well, that's yeah. It's the headquarters. So they actually they actually on their on their website they actually you know there's a 45 45 minute set or 50 minute set whatever it is mm-hmm. and then it looks like they've uh, partitioned all the songs off so you can listen to them like as singles or as whatever so they right. did, they've done that twice so this is the second one they actually debuted a new song on this one it, because I think they called the first one HQ1 and the second was like HQ2 or something yeah that's pretty cool pretty good eh yeah that's pretty cool yeah it was good. Yeah, they're a good band, man. <laughs> I, I am a big fan for sure. But uh, that bass player, did you? Bass player is pretty good, huh? Ah, uh, you know what? Today I was when I was I was working and I had that I had it on in the background playing, and I was yep. kind of listening. I didn't really concentrate really hard ah, okay. on how everyone's playing was, but the music was good. I, was I had my noise canceling headphones on when I was listening, so I could hear everything really good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was sweet. But um, besides that, we're this is coming up post Halloween. So this would so, mean that this is where we would say. So how many kids did you get this year? Or exactly, yes. Or or was there any at all? Or did you just lock the door, close the light, turn the light off, and say, you know what, I ain't chancing it. Yep. What a weird, freaking halloween this year and it's different province to province i was talking to tracy Mm -hmm. uh, voices by tracy who's been on the show more times than i can count um yeah they're in code red out in quebec yeah quebec was hit pretty hard while even on the first wave it was hit pretty hard yeah and still did they ever did they ever bounce back from that uh, is this just a continuation no i think they got down to code orange and they went back up to code red i think Okay. what happened yeah so i heard on the news there. today i guess it was some, there was an after after hours party uh with some kids it was, it was last night but they were talking about the news today so i'm sure um i'm sure they're going to get a good uh talking to or fines or something because uh, un- unfortunately your the um let's say your life is in in you know everyone else's hands that don't care but <laughs> That's true, it, though. It, seem, it seems like that sometimes, which is unfortunate because everyone else tries to be safe and other people just don't care. So, yeah, it's weird. I, I think the Sylvia and I were kind of analyzing it over the last few days because we, we've had a lot of. We're less worried about this COVID thing, and the the reason we're less worried is we're home bodies, right? So mm-hmm. we can't go see movies, which. 
it sucks, but it's not end of the world for us. It's like, okay, we just watch them at home. We, mm-hmm. we can't go to restaurants like we used to, but that's okay because it kind of costs a lot of money. And if we're, you know, we really want to, we can always order in. Right. I mean, outside of that, you know, maybe there's some friends, you know, friends you always have to see that you have commitments to, that you have to go to this and go to that. There's friends we're seeing less. Well, fortunate for you, I mean, you you do a lot of video gaming with with people, right? So you you spend time with them online regardless. And I'm sure you can, you know, you guys can talk about whatever while you're you're still playing. So it's not like you're uh, you're not really socializing. So you're actually keeping up with people. Like if you like, you've got the Xbox, so you got Xbox Live with, you know, I I know you have a a couple people that you normally play with. So as long as uh, as long as that's still going, then technically you're still and you're both and it's not like it's just you interested in video games and you're the one socializing with everybody yeah so he's the same thing she games also so you guys oh, yeah. have that have that commonality uh and having two tvs do you guys still run the two tvs together yep so you yeah, have but... one tv she has the other tv yeah, we have, have a, an xbox we, we have a sectional so she's facing the left wall right and i'm facing the front wall and there's a TV on the left wall and the front wall. Wow. So we're on two, yeah. you know, two sides of the sectional. Yeah. We we're kind of thinking about doing maybe something like that, but we have the one on the wall and then we have the other one in the bedroom. Uh, we could bring the one out the bedroom back out into the living room, but then we wouldn't have anything in the bedroom, but, um, or just get another one for the, for the living room. That would yeah. be, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it looks like stupid <laughs> to have two TVs <laughs> in the same room. Hey, but it's that's the shtick. That's, that's you know, your thing, right? But you know, well, like the, the video gaming in the old days was it was a split screen, two people on the same box, two people on the same TV. But on video CRT TV that was maybe if you were lucky, twenty seven inches. Oh yeah. yeah. So now the way, and this is my huge complaint against the the console, the console makers that re, that I really really have a problem with is they have this weird fantasy vision of what video gamers are. And video gamers are one guy on his couch alone. That's their view? I, I believe so. And maybe maybe it's maybe it's a woman. I think there's a lot there's a lot more women getting involved in video games than there were when it first started. Oh, for sure. But they, but they think that, I don't know, the way that they design, like to, to me, it makes no sense. So if they're designing the box to be a single player experience only, right? Right. Then what are you saying about the person that is using that box? That they're, they're you know, someone that's hiding in their bedroom playing video games, you know, avoiding their family. Why can't you make the video game experience more immersive, more family oriented. Remember when the Wii came out? That united families. You can play four players together. You're all standing up. You're all being active. You're all playing your game together. Right. Most of the games are two player games, like some sort of compatible, either cooperative or the only games you can play with more than one player on the same box are sports games. Well, what if you're a nerd like me and you know you don't like sports? I mean, you probably don't like playing sports video games. I know you like your hockey, but would you actually sit down and play an NHL 2020? 
Uh, you know what? I It would be something that I would maybe play a couple of times, but not something that wouldn't be my go-to. Yeah, is it Mine, a game that you would spend 20 hours a week playing? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I probably spend that on my games, but that's not one of them. <laughs> no. But so, yeah. so that's the thing. Like, I feel like they're designed to be solitary. And for those of us out there that have uh, social anxiety and those sorts of things that need to retreat into a world to escape from the world, because sometimes we just need to escape. Right. You go into a video game, you put your headset on, you plug in, and then you play, and you're, you know, you're playing for 10 hours at a time. Now, is it any different than, I mean, you could be a couch potato and you could tie your hands behind your back and watch TV for endless amount of time in one position and your, and your brain just basically goes into idle mode, right? Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with video gaming? I mean, like you said, you can get a whole bunch of people together. You can all do it together. I mean, you're, everything's, you're socializing, your brain is thinking because now you've got hand-eye coordination and you're actually doing something. My my thing is why why can't we do it with someone else? Because the consoles are not designed that way. It's a single solitary experience. Oh yeah, you can go ahead and play online with the friends that are not in your home. But why can't you play at home with your family? Like it's not designed that way. And I don't really understand. Now I understand. Yeah, oh, you know that it's going to be slower. It's going to be whatever. Like why can't they have? Um, a, a console that splits out to two different TVs, for example. Like some people don't like the split screen thing. Split it out to two TVs, or like, isn't there some? Like, there should be an option. Yes. It's like video options in a game. You you pick uh, one screen, split screen. There should be, there should be ways to do it. There there are ways of doing it. The, the, the technology is there. All you need is someone to step up and say, okay, you know what, this console is going to be one of those well-rounded consoles. All the other ones are going to be obsolete because the shit that we're going to do to this thing, no one's been able to touch us for years. That when when the Wii came out, it killed. The Xbox did so well because they're the they're the one that introduced Halo, which was a cooperative game where you play together, not versus, but you're playing together to achieve the end goal on the same box, on the same TV. It, it, Xbox, I feel, elevated video gaming to the next level by coming up with that concept for a box. And now we're regressing back to, well, you should play video games by yourself at home. And I don't, for, for those that suffer anxiety or they need that retreat, if you had the option of retreating into your video game with someone else beside you, it would be less of a retreat, I think. And it would, might be healthier. Like, I think it's like at the end of the night when the kids are in bed and Sylvie and I are playing, we're just playing beside each other. Every once in a while, I can do a little, like you see, and I got, yeah, I give her a little flat, you know, on her leg, you know, just that, you know, just acknowledge. But we're playing the same game together. We're playing, right. but we have two consoles because xbox playstation doesn't matter who it is they don't want you to be on the same console when the the last generation came out they bragged about how it's a family entertainment unit you can watch your netflix netflix is the new thing you can watch netflix on there and you can listen to your music on there 
and you but can you control one at a time though. You can't do it all at once. Yeah. You can't play your game and do Netflix. Sure. We can yeah. We can watch TV at the same time. Sure. We can right. listen to music at the same time. But you can't play video games at the same time. So how is that a family entertainment unit? And they all advertise themselves that way. And then they're like, well, the processing power it would take to have two players on the same console. You did it on oh the FN360. Oh, you did it on the PS on the PS2. Yeah, technology you can't has. You do it now. Well, we want no the graphics anymore. Exactly. So, what kind of? Why don't they have a box? It's like okay, well, it's going to be too expensive to have a box like that. Okay, why don't you make an Xbox or a PS, whatever, whatever version we're on? Why don't they make one that is two hundred dollars more, but it allows you to split screen? If they had that. I wouldn't have to spend a thousand dollars for two machines. Well, exactly. It's going to cost too much. Okay, I understand it's going to cost too much, but it's still cheaper for me than buying two effing machines. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know why they're so close-minded about it. I, I've ranted about this in multiple episodes before, and I apologize, <laughs> but it pisses me off because if I wasn't married. I was. I tend to be a person who's pretty depressed. I don't know. I was kind of withdrawn sometimes, and sometimes I would just bury myself in my home and just play video games and you know not answer the phone. But if I could have an immersive experience with the video game and play with other people, I wouldn't withdraw. And the more I withdraw, the more I want to withdraw. The less I withdraw, the less I want to withdraw. So why don't you make a console? I find like video gaming is very pro depression in a way. The way they design the consoles where you're not allowed to play with someone else in the same home. So, yeah. So I guess, I don't know. We can move on. <laughs> Unless you get yeah. something else to add. Uh, I don't know. How many consoles have you bought in the last five years? Two. Two, like okay, sorry. Two of the same. No, no, sorry. How many different consoles have you bought? One. Like when did like you're right now? You're at what Xbox One? Xbox One. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, so when was Xbox 360? When did you buy that? How many years ago? God, I don't know. Probably ten years ago, maybe longer. Yeah. I I, the I, longevity, the longevity for the the consoles. Well, at least now, I guess, is a little bit longer because I guess if you want to improve it, they have to kind of almost double double it every time they do it. So the next upgrade that they do, which will be what, Xbox 2? <laughs> oh, I don't know. They get some weird name. But a lot of the, the, a lot of the problems is the backwards com- compatibility. It was released in 2005, the 360. Okay. So we've had one was one was released when how long ago? Five years ago? Xbox One. Buy one. Let me just run the wiki page. Now it's funny with the consoles, the, the way they write them obviously is different. From where they write it for a PC, because obviously the programming is different, the language is different, or however they, they kind of put this all together. Because usually, 
the console game comes out first. PC game comes out much later on. The 2013 was the Xbox One, by the way. Okay. So that was uh, yeah. eight years, eight years between consoles, right. and uh, and we're getting a new Xbox apparently this year. Oh, and what are they calling it? I can't remember. <laughs> apparently, it's called like. I think it's called like the Series X and the Series S, but like a couple of years ago, they released something called the Xbox One X, right? Which was just, just a, a little bit faster. Yeah, just a. It's kind of like Xbox One and a half, sort of. Oh. But apparently, there was I, I I haven't verified this story, but apparently, when they announced the new Xbox, the Series X, I think, which is what it's called, they a bunch of people saw that the Xbox One X was online and bought them thinking it was the Series X, which they're not the same console. Oh. Okay. Whole different animal. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm ready to move on. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, one thing I wanted to bring up, which we hadn't talked about, uh, which I keep forgetting to bring up was uh, Sylvia and I went out to the Van Gogh Imagine experience. The Van Gogh experience? Yeah, it's called the uh, Van Gogh Imagine. So they basically had a bunch of uh, Van Gogh's art. Do they give you like name tags like made out of an ear? Like, <laughs> no, they could have. Though. That would have been cool. With your name on it. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was basically projections of his art on, I don't know if it was like 20 foot tall walls. Um, multiple walls at a time. And yeah, they did the social distancing. Everything was, I, I actually felt really safe going to this this thing. There was limited numbers of people that could be in, they, they uh, it was one giant room and they sectioned it off in four. And each section of the room was only allowed to have, I guess, like maybe up to 10 people. But mm -hmm. like each section of the room was like massive. It was like a massive, massive hall. So anyway, so they're, they're playing, they're showing his art. And on one wall, it might have like the entire one painting, but on another wall, it'll be focused on one section of the painting. And another wall might be focused on another section of the painting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then there was also soundtrack and the music was perfectly matched to the art. And even, even the projections like was on the floor. So you were walking in the painting. It was the coolest thing at times. My eyes would unfocus because it was just so, because it's everywhere. Like you're surrounded by his imagery. And at times, yeah, my, I, my vision would unfocus. I'd kind of forget where I was. And it was like, you're in the painting. Like you feel like you're in there. And it's like your eyes in focus. So what you see, like when I'm looking at like Sylvie or whoever else was around us, when I'm looking at them, it's to the point. So they actually look more like the painting. It was like, it was hard. To, it was hard to keep the vision the same. It was like a like this the craziest acid trip. Is that like the spinning circle with the uh, target, and it just kind of winds and winds and winds and winds and winds, kind of like you know Saw. Remember the movie Saw? Yeah, yeah. 
has a circle and it turns, right? And then after you, you look at it for about, you know, 30 seconds or so, and then you look away and then everything else starts spinning around you. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of optical illusion. It's not in the same way as that, but it, it does have that optical illusion. I don't know if that's the intent, but maybe that's the way my brain works. But hmm. you you could see actually like, cause they would close up on like, like a corner of like a, a, a painting and you can actually see the brush strokes. You can see where that paint was a little bit thicker or, right. you know, where it maybe dripped a little bit or like you could really focus in on the details which you can't if you're if you're seeing a whole painting somewhere. They didn't give you like brownies or something to eat before you walked in. <laughs> no, I'm surprised they didn't. I have to open this thing. Okay. She just gave me an egg. No, it is James. It's a dinosaur inside this egg. That is crazy. She's obviously in good spirits. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, Abby. Muy good luck, I think she's a little jealous. Jealous, jealous. <laughs> a little jealous that uh, Ellie was on uh, this past episode. But yeah, it was it was crazy. Like, I really enjoyed it. And they also had a whole um, the first room is just telling you about his life and who he was and all the things that he did right i don't know the guy was fascinating like way i i didn't know a lot about him super fascinating fella for sure cool yeah no i i like you i i don't know a whole bunch about him all i know is he was a he was an artist and uh didn't he and he cut off his ear didn't he yeah yeah he suffered from he, he had some mental disorder not disorder. It's probably not the proper word. I should apologize. But he saw. I think he suffered from depression. Maybe he was bipolar. I'm not sure. Uh, but you know, he struggled. Like he had moments of like pure creative bliss, and then he'd have moments of like sheer depression, which I didn't realize. Like I didn't know. You know, people just characterize people. You know, oh, that person's just crazy. Well, it's not quite that simple. Like it's more complex than that. Brains are a funny thing. They are. I mean, you'll have like autistic people that, you know, there's certain, they, their brain doesn't work the same as ours. And, and, and usually they're very, 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 uh, very smart in, in, in things that we would, you know, wouldn't, you know, think too, too much about. But for them, it's, it's just second nature and they can just kind of rattle it off and you just kind of look at it and go, like, what? <laughs> I, it's like math problems. Like you just rattle off a whole bunch of stuff, and they've done all the calculations, and they just spit it right out at you. It's almost like same with it's almost like you can't. It, it it it's almost like because there is a a person with where their wires are crossed in the brain like that, where they they suffer from like a, a depression or something. It almost like because that part of the brain is not working at peak efficiency there's another part of the brain that's operating it um but it's like there's just like his art i'm sure his art was is a, a section of his brain that's like you know what he knows and he's you know he was very good at what he did but i know like he was he wasn't successful in his lifetime he was successful after his 
after his lifetime. So what's what's fascinating is that he was on a sheer course of genius, getting better, getting better, trying things. The guy was taking lessons like all the time. Like he wasn't good enough. And he just kept like there wasn't anything he couldn't do. He was but it's like I almost feel like sometimes that if he didn't have those problems, if he wasn't suffering from those things, would he would his art have been as good? Was it because there was a deficiency in dopamine or whatever it is that makes you that makes you happy or levels you off or whatever it is? I don't know the chemicals, but but I know I was going through a creative spot at one at one point around the time I wrote my first book and I feel my art was really, really, really good. What I was writing was really, really good. The, the lyrics, the songs I was writing were really, really good. I felt, mm -hmm. but I wasn't happy. And then I felt as I was getting good things happening in my life and I was getting happier that my art started to degrade. Like whatever I was creating wasn't good anymore. Well, so is, it like a, is it like a battery? It's almost like a battery. I mean, I've got energy for this, or I have energy for this, but I don't have energy for both. Yeah. It's almost like your, you know, your battery is only good for so many milliamps or whatever it is. Uh, I can do this, and I can do this separate, but if I do them at the same time, then I'm just kind of splitting everything. Yep. Now it, it, you're kind of watering down both sides. It's very interesting. I feel though now, I feel I'm a better writer when it comes to like prose and, and books and stuff like that. I feel like I'm a better writer now, but I'm not writing about those same, same types of things. Like I'm less, I'm more You're focused, evolving. but I'm happy right now. Yeah. Well, you've evolved over time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's just, I don't know, interesting theories, I guess. But, uh, yeah, the Van Gogh thing, man, was awesome. Like, actually, I want to find out a lot more. I'd like to buy some books if we can afford it. Just to, just look at the art again. Look at look at them in right. detail. I don't... So you recommend it? Oh, yeah. I highly recommend it. I think they're touring with this, with this show from city to city. Now, this was where? Um, this is through the Winnipeg Art Gallery, but they had it at the convention center. Okay. Anyway, happy Halloween, everyone. I hope everyone was safe. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to let you go. Uh, again, follow us.